Hello, and welcome to a new series from the Wandering Gamer Network, City of Mist. City of Mist has a supernatural noir setting, and as far as the mechanics of the game go, it's really rules light and very cinematic. Currently, the game is still in Kickstarter, so if after listening to this, you feel like you might enjoy playing the game, I suggest you go over there and take a look. That being said, even if you listen to this and you don't enjoy it, that might just be from us, so you should still give it a shot. It has some beautiful artwork in the book, which you can download for free to try out, and there's tons of pre-gen characters that were also really awesome and helped us in making our own characters. All that being said, I hope you enjoy this new series for the Wandering Gamer Network. It'll probably be three to four episodes of us trying it out, and then if we like it, we'll probably keep going with it. But anyways, thanks and enjoy. Portsburg, 1985. Cold fog rolls over a city that never sees the sun. This town is just like any other. Family men racing the proverbial rats in rush hour traffic, staring at gray rain. Artists toil away in downtown lofts, hoping to be noticed. And every street has enough fluorescent glow to make up for a sun the city never sees. But sometimes people hear snap, start pulling on something strange to shape the world around them. In Portsburg, there are things that go bump in the night. Not everyone sees it. Danger and mystery lurks behind every door, down every alley, and even sometimes right out in the open. The only advice I give to people that visit, don't blink, because you never know what's lurking out in the city of mist. Wait, should I start the recording? <laughs> and then there's lightning bolts. Good job. There's actually lightning bolts around, so you <laughs> see right here the lightning bolts around the words. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm proud of you. Good All job. right. I was impressed by your voice, though. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. You did, you did a good uh, James D'Amato impression. <laughs> yeah, that that was Avatar. That was Legend of Korra. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's general, like, a noir-style intro. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, so we're going to set the scene. So you guys are um, all in your office, which let's take a moment and describe your office. So everyone, I guess, go around and describe, like, your personal space in this office. Starting with... Oh, no, wait, what am I doing? Describe your office and then also introduce your character in your office. Start with, <laughs> start with the oldest characters. Then move. Start with the oldest character. That's you. <laughs> we can start with the person in the front of the office. Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. When you walk say. in the front door, what do we yeah. see? Sure, okay. when you walk in the front door, uh, there is, uh, you know, just the very obvious lobby desk. Um, it's 100% 80s colors, so, like... We didn't go very noir, I would say, for the front, because we're trying to be, like, welcoming. I so like... it's my office space. I get to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my part. <laughs> I was going to add to what you said. Already establishing this relationship. Good. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you decided that it was inviting. We didn't. That's what I said. It's my space. So, um, so very, uh, I would say it's that very, like, turquoisey blue um but it's just you know very nice desk um no computers yet welcome to the 80s or at least very very old ones um and behind the desk is olive romanos uh she is uh pretty tall with uh very dark brown curly hair glasses uh very typical 80s shoulder pads uh, she's in her early 30s, and uh, right now she's just kind of flipping through a book. Perfect. 
right, so then walking back through, would we get to, like, your guys' offices first, or would we get to the forensics lab that's in this place? Uh, I think you'd have to walk through the other offices to gotcha. get to the lab. Gotcha, gotcha. So then probably your office would be there. <clears throat> yeah, so my office is an actual office. It's not a cube. Yeah. I feel, um, so it's very stark difference once you enter my office area than the 80s feel. It has a very noir feel. <laughs> it is the epitome of what you'd imagine as an uh, office of a private eye to look like. Um, my character takes pride in how it looks. It looks sophisticated. The lobby annoys him every time he looks at it. <laughs> um, he's also like, we're on like the third or fourth floor of this building, so he has a nice view going out into the downtown of the city. Like, they're at a part where there's, like, some high-rises around them, but nothing, like, blocking the view so he can see around decently well. And, um, my character is Cyrus Dusk. He, um, is the epitome of noir brooding detective. At least he tries to be. Um, he ends up being more of a kind soul than he wants people to think he is. He often, like, helps people out. He's a family man. He has a wife and three children. But he has to balance that with, like, wanting to be, like, or give off the persona of a lone wolf kind of thing. Wears a trench coat and the fedora. Oh, he's also the founder and lead detective of Phoenix Investigations. Cool. So as we walk in the front door of this building, you'd first see... Uh, Olive sitting behind her desk, bright colors, probably flowers out. Oh, and then when you walk past the uh, initial reception area, which I drew this wrong in my notes, um, uh, the first door down the hallway that would be all the offices is this, you know, like what, like shutters on the window, yes. like dimly lit, probably it also like has a like cigarette smoking someplace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's like the monogram of his, like his name in like gold leaf oh, on the door. Yeah. Like it used to be the only office of the place and gotcha. then they expanded. So, like, it used to be, like, several offices, and they could buy out the area once they did well enough. But to begin with, it, like, it was him in that office doing his thing before everyone else joined up. Gotcha. It also has this, like, very dark feel to it with his powers. Like, there's just, like, a dark presence almost. The corners always have shadows. Yeah. Like, even if, like, the the windows are open inside, but it just feels, like, dusk all the time in there. Um, all right, I think then walking further back, we would probably get to your area next. Okay. Do you think you have an office, or would you just have your, like, lab that you sit in? Um, I, I would imagine that it would be closed off, just, but it doesn't have to be. It's up to you. Okay, I think it would be closed, like, she would have a door to it. Gotcha. Um, so... So, do you have to go through her office to get to the lab? Is that what it is, or...? No, I think, like, my workspace, like, I have a desk, and it's in the same area as the lab equipment. Gotcha. That's, yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, Genevieve Newman is the forensics expert. Um, she, at this moment, she would be, um, scribbling notes, um, and, like, looking through a microscope and, like, testing, um, hypotheses, I guess of like what fragments are and that sort of thing um she's got light brown hair it's in a messy ponytail and she's like mumbling to herself as she writes stuff down 
Awesome. So then, do you think that you would, like, cohabitate this, like, general lab space? Or do you think you'd have, like, your own closet full of wires? He would have his own closet full of wires, for awesome. sure. Awesome, awesome. Um, you can't stand my mom. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Chip has uh, his own office, but it's not much of an office. It's more, more like a server closet type of thing, except this is the 80s, so computers aren't really a big thing. So his office is just kind of a jumble of random electronic parts and wires and equipment all over the place, not really in any particular order. Uh, he tends to, uh, he's, he's more of a, more of an antisocial type, doesn't really like to talk to other people when he can avoid it, um, and prefers to stay by himself working uh, in his office if, uh, or in his closet or whatever you want to call it uh, when he can. Uh, he has um, some, uh, some portable electronics that he can take with him that are rather advanced for the mid-80s, uh, and yeah, that's Chip. Awesome. So how do you guys advertise yourselves right now? I don't. <laughs> we, def we definitely have a website that's not a thing yet. <laughs> we have one of the first websites that exist. <laughs> because I made it. <laughs> um, I think we kind of talked about this before, where I think it's kind of word of mouth, where it's less about advertising, although I think Olive would 100% want to put like flyers and stuff, but right now we're getting a steady business having, you know, people say, oh, well, because it, it, I think it's like the, what do we call it, the awakened, like, word of mouth, where it's like, we know that this particular company is really good at dealing with the supernatural mm -hmm. stuff. And I think when, like, if we have to, like, interview, like, talk to people for other jobs, like they even if we're not if they're not the ones that we're helping like they're then aware of us so like when something happens to them then they know to come to us but i imagine like with your connections at the newspaper olive that you um uh not my newspaper academics okay. so schools and okay i thought you had connections to the newspaper so I was no, it's just my put, real like, life trying to seep oh. in <laughs> <laughs> all right so um Walking in the front door, there is a... Yeah, okay, I was looking up some... I, oh, wait, ideas. real quick. Would we have an advertisement in the newspaper? That would be your department. You get to choose that. Okay. That's why I was thinking that you might. Well, then, I, I mean, people put out, put out personal Call ads and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I think we have a very small little one in, like, the corner. Yeah. I don't think you guys would let me make it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a very cheap ad over in the corner? I feel like my guy's very cheap and, like, word of mouth is good enough for him. <laughs> Um, yeah, and the the ad, anyone that, that reads it that doesn't need this type of help, it just sounds like gibberish to them. The yeah. only people that would understand it is someone that actually needs our services. <laughs> so, um, walking in the front door, you see a, a woman comes in, she's in her 40s, she has big, um, permed brown hair, um, she's holding, she's kind of clutching gingerly a, a small handbag, um, and she kind of shuff, she walks in, looks around, a little bit confused by how this place looks versus what she thought and she snaps open her bag and pulls out a little newspaper clipping and walks up to you and goes is olive puts up a finger she finishes the passage in her book and then she closes <laughs> it and looks up hello would would this be the, the premises of the phoenix investigations yes ma'am how can i help you 
what did we call ourselves? Yeah. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it had Phoenix in the title. Yes, that's us. <laughs> well, you see, I've, well, I've already been to the police and, and they've told me that there's nothing wrong, but I just know they're wrong. And well, so I found this clipping that said that you could help when maybe the police couldn't. And when something odd has happened, you see, it's my husband. He's, he's gone missing. And, and are you sure that I'm talking to the right person? Olive kind of gives that little quirk of an eyebrow, like, <laughs> excuse me, uh, and then she uh, stands up, hang on just one moment, and she goes back through the door, and do you have, like, a separate office, like, knock on the door type office? Yes. Okay, she uh, walks back and she knocks on the door. Come in. Uh, opens it. We have a new client. She's probably going to want to talk to you. I'm sending her back. Sounds good. I'll All take right. care of it. Walks back, sends her forward. Oh, thank you. She walks in and instantly seems like, oh, this is what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> she, she takes a seat and um, places the ad, kind of like smooths it out on the table, and she says, so I don't know if you've been following the news recently, but there's been a lot of disappearances around the city, and no one's really able to explain it, and I've been to the police, and they tell me that people are just running off, and that they're not happy, and that's why my husband left, but... I know that's not what happened, and, and I just need you to find my husband. Sounds like something we can help with. And, and that's what I gathered from your ad. You said you help when other people won't help, so I'm here, so help. <laughs> and she kind of like slides the ad across at you like, that's going to do something. <laughs> I feel like this is the first time I've seen the ad. <laughs> you like read it and you're like, like, oh, this is what all has been up to. <laughs> I feel like that like my brow furrows a little bit. Like I don't like what I see. There's got to be like some bad slogan on it or something. What was yeah. the slogan again? I don't remember. Oh, um, like uh, we're like where hope is reborn. Where hope is reborn. Yeah, there's like uh, something. Yeah, yeah something about hope being reborn, I or giving hope here, a rebirth, or something. I came here because my hope needs to be reborn, she says as she slides it across <laughs> with, like, a smile. Keep trying to keep his stone face without looking angry at this ad. Well, let's start at the beginning. First of all, what's your name? Well, my name is, my name is Juliet Morris, and, um, see, me and my husband, we live, we live out on out in the, the nicer area of town, you know, we live out in the suburbs, and my husband's a good, he's a good man, and he just, he goes to work, and he comes home, and two weeks ago, he did not come home. Okay. His name's Ronald. You might need to know that. <laughs> a good start. I would also be writing, writing all this down. That's a game you don't actually have to write his crap down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he lazily, like, he does that very, like, Pulls out a drawer, <laughs> shuffles around, like pulls out like a pad of paper, put grabs a pen, and just holds the pen above the paper. She seems happy. Great, great. So Ronald, Ronald Morris, we live out in the suburbs of the town. He went to work two weeks ago, and then he didn't come home. Where where does Ronald work? Well, he works downtown. He actually works a, a couple blocks from here, just right right two streets over. <clears throat> Which way? North, in the big Imperial building. <gasps> ah, that one. Yeah, the big Imperial building. Uh, and what does Ronald do for a living? He sells insurance. He sells insurance. He's a good man. And he, help, he helps people when he sells them insurance. He's not one of these crooks. What does he sell insurance for? Well, so, 
you know, when these, this city has a reputation and it's not always great. So lately there have been a lot of insurance claims. So he sells specialized insurance. It's really interesting, actually. I could go into it with you if you'd like. But the point is he sold insurance for kind of people like that do what you do. You don't need to go into it, ma'am. I chose my profession. Seems like you did. <laughs> okay, um, does he have any friends or anyone else that he might have gone out with and not come back from? Or well, has any of your other friends disappeared? None of our friends have disappeared, but like I said, if you've been watching the news, he's not the first disappearance like this. That That's just, people have been vanishing all over the place, and it, I don't know, sometimes, you know, he's, he's paranoid is what he is. He's paranoid, and, and... So sometimes he would, you know, go down and, you know, the black market that's over there where they sell all those, what they call magic trinkets. He would sometimes go there and try to buy himself stuff to protect himself. And that's the only real friends he has, really. I mean, he, he just kind of goes to work and then comes back home. Do you know what type of magic trinkets he would bring back? Uh, usually just like crappy little bracelets and just... It, it was just people robbing him. You know how these people are. I know. Just garbage on the... Kind of like those computer salesmen. Right? Those things are never going to take off. No. <laughs> and modems... Don't get me started. I have a box of broken ones in the back. <laughs> um, out of game, is there anything else we want to ask? Uh, why she waited so long. Okay. Anything else? Because I feel like I would... As a character, I'd know what to ask. However, I'm never a lead detective in anything <laughs> in my life, so. And this is our information gathering thing. Yeah, I like, th even, I th even for going to the police two weeks seems like a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You can roll a... F it's the first thing on the core moves. You can roll investigate if you would like <laughs> to, like... You, you were looking for it and you couldn't find <laughs> I it? I could not find it's investigate. It is the first thing on that sheet. Um, you can roll investigate if you want to try to find out anything else. <clears throat> okay, like ask her questions or just like inter interpret her body language or both or neither or... So roll your investigation and then this is like how I, this is how I present you with information that you should be able to get because of your character. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm going to say I'm using charismatic and trustworthy. Okay, that works. And I got a 10. Awesome. Hang on a second. So you have to answer... You get clues that are true, yeah. basically. Oh, um, I, get, I get two clues, according to that. Because gotcha. I use two power. Because I use charismatic and trustworthy. Cool. Well, look, I don't, I don't like to talk about my husband's kind of... So it's more than just that he is paranoid. He's a little bit more obsessed, you see? And so... Him and some other people in the city have, you know, have been getting scared of what's been going on. And so there's this, one, there was this one guy he's been buying stuff from for a long time. And he just, I mean, I've never really thought anything of it. He just buys stuff all the time and it wastes money, but it's, you know, he's not gambling a lot or drinking or anything. He just buys junk all the time. And then, you know, when I saw on the news that only sometimes bodies were found in these crime scenes, you know, sometimes it just looked like, People went missing, and there was a ruckus, but no body and, and no blood. And other times, people were people have been shown up just torn apart. Um, he we never found a body for him, so I think he's still alive, and I don't think he just ran off. Well, ma'am, weird things happen in this city. That's why we're in business. 
We are going to do our best to find Ronald in one piece and alive and bring him back to you. Ron, Ron, and she like started pointing at your paper again, like tapping it. His name's Ronald Morris. He worked at the, the Imperial Building. He he was 5'10". He, he wore glasses and he always wore a suit and he always looked very well groomed. So put that put that down on the notes. It's important. I start just scribbling. Do you have a picture of him? Yes, they had pictures back then. <laughs> as I know something about the eighties, and she pulls out like a uh, Polaroid, right? Yeah, shake it like a Polaroid picture, Taylor Swift. Anyways, <laughs> is that Taylor Swift? No, no, not at all. That's being edited out. I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so she like slides a Polaroid across the table, and it's the worst kind of eighties picture. So yes, yeah. they are all wearing matching, very like geometric sweaters, like yes. shapes. All of them. It's like. Her, him, two kids, both of them have perms. You know what I'm saying? Oh. He has a perm, she has a perm. It's terrible. Little kids, bowl cuts, nightmares. <laughs> so she slides that no, across. That's who you're looking for, right no, there. No mullets? No, they're, they're respectful people, <laughs> all right? What are you saying against mullets? Well, mullets in the 80s were different than Exclusively 90s. worn by hillbillies. No, don't, <laughs> don't, don't give mullets cred. No, never cool. They were never cool. <laughs> This is Cody's childhood you're bringing up. <laughs> right. Um, I got a few more questions for you, ma'am. All right. Do you have a, the name of this associate of his, for lack of a better term? He just called him McCready. McCready. Do I know McCready? You can make a roll to know McCready. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll wait for that in a second. Um, my other question, ma'am, is what, what took you so long to go to the police with this? Two weeks just seems like all. Well, I did go to the police right away. As soon as he didn't come home, that night I called the police. And, and then the next day on the news they reported that there, there was... So you know how I said that sometimes there are those crime scenes that wouldn't have a body. They just looked like it had been wrecked up. There was one of those right near where he worked. And I told the police he went missing last night and they just blew me off. Didn't even care. They just said he skipped town. He didn't want to be a family man anymore. It's lies. I believe you, ma'am. She's still pointing at your empty pad of paper, expecting you to write all of this down. He scribbles so like what looks kind of like writing, but it's really just squiggles. It seems <clears throat> to make her happy. Um, do we have any other questions, team, before we head out? I was or... wondering more, like, why the gap between the police and us? Okay. Maybe there's not a Oh, that's sort of what you meant to ask, isn't it? But anyway, so the reason that I didn't... Sort of. I thought the police was a larger gap as well. Oh, gotcha. I, I talked up to, we're a small business that are viewed as frauds. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's fine then. Okay. If you want to give an actual reason, go that for it. actual reason didn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> we're good. So I'm kind of used to people taking their time to get to us. I'm used to having colder cases when it's not... <laughs> High-profile things happening. Yup, you're good. She also has a phone, so I mean, she yeah. gave you her phone number. So if you ever so, want to call, yeah, I was gonna say like, where can we contact you at? <clears throat> she gives you a phone number. <clears throat> and you live on Twenty Seven Maple Street. Sure, that one. <laughs> that that's that street in the suburbs. <laughs> if we find anything, we'll let you know. Well, thank you, and make sure you hurry. Make sure you hurry. His name's I forgot his name. Dennis? Did I say Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> that's your son. Roland. Dang it. Ronald. Ronald. Ronald Morris. Wow. Sorry, my handwriting's bad. I, I messed up. I knew, I knew it wasn't Dennis. I was like, I don't remember I don't remember what it is, but it's not anywhere close to Dennis. It. I think I wrote it down. I didn't. Okay, here we go. Uh, I wrote that one down. 
And then never read it, and then forget it. If you talk with our secretary on the way out, she'll give you the standard contract. Ask her for the standard contract. She'll let you know our rates. Right. I have to pay for this. Right. Right. Okay, can that's you, fine. Can you? How much money do you have, ma'am? Plenty. He was a good insurance salesman. <laughs> she says, and she kind of like picks herself up and kind of shuffles a little bit awkwardly out of the room and uh, goes. And I was told to, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am? She's paying attention. She's oh. been listening. Are you kidding me? Olive! <laughs> Olive, get in here real quick. I need something. Here's the contract. I will be right out to explain it to you. If you want to start reading that, I go. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> yeah, it's really thick. <laughs> she just starts signing her name. Always. So. Uh, Olive opens the door and kind of leans against it. Yes. This is out of earshot of her, right? I'm assuming that... I can shut the door. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to get mad about the ad. No, don't, don't worry. That's coming later. Okay. We will have a long chat about that. Oh, but, I'm sure. Uh, we, we are going to have so many words. However, she doesn't look like she can pay. Try to suss it. You're good with people. Try to suss out how much she can pay moderately easily for our services. Don't overcharge. Oh, please. I know how to do my job. And she walks out. Okay, so before we go any farther, I need better and Before you said that, I've been planning this for a while. I wanted to have been overhearing too somehow. Like, oh. either through a bug I put in yeah, his office. Yeah, you definitely have or, a bug in his yeah. office. That's fine. I so feel like, all of are you, do, are you, do we just establish you guys are sharing an office? No. No, no okay, never mind. I was do you have say. a way to always eavesdrop on his office as well? Um, have all of you done this? <laughs> She's the last one to know everything. <laughs> no, I think the way it's set up, we share a wall, right? Oh, gotcha. So I think I have like something that like ample, I just like put on the wall. I was gonna say like amplify. glass cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the glass cup idea better than anything else. Or like a beaker or something. Yeah. Oh, that works. Like, <laughs> there we go. But I like the idea that it's so not. So whenever he walks cup. in after he's been talking to somebody, I'm always doing something with that beaker. Because <laughs> I don't what it is, and I'm not using it for anything useful. <laughs> Uh, I, I like the idea that I'm oblivious to all of this. <laughs> um, okay, so she fills out all the paperwork. And yeah, give, give her a decent price. You know, We're not trying to scam her or anything. During that conversation, I want to have already called his office to find have, out. Do I have a phone in my office? There. If you have a phone in your office, you do. I, I, I have a cell phone, so I'm using that. <laughs> I don't know if I have a gigantic, gigantic mobile phone. I feel like I wouldn't have a phone... Not just a spite Vinny this time. That makes sense. Like, with my character, I don't feel like he'd want any more technology than he yeah. would yeah, have. So we have a phone at Olive's desk. And oh, at this I've point also, he writes down all the information now that she's gone. <laughs> it was more being belligerent for a point. Um, so let's, so roll an investigation check. Who? The, you. Do I get some, am I adding, adding a point because of my cell phone? That sounds like a silly thing to do. I don't think you're no. using the cell phone well, in what, like a mechanical yeah. way. Yeah. To, you know to I mean? help with the investigation. Yeah, I mean, cell phones don't I, get I would say, information. I would say in this case, the cell phone's allowing him to make the role. Yeah. Not giving him the phone's power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd go with that. I don't um, know if that's how you're supposed to play it, but that's how I would rule it. Here's something we never established: how my my character's power works. My character's power was the the. Like extract information from people type thing. Yeah. We never established like what the range of that range? is. Over uh, the, the range is in supernatural connection. If you're connected to that person, okay. 
like emotional. by proximity or via cell via, <laughs> via cell via a conversation. Via so, a conversation. Yeah, I'm while I'm talking to this person, try to use my power. To you have to be interact. able to focus on them. Yeah. So yeah. you have to like see him or be able to hear him. Yep. Yeah. So I'm. Do, do we want to play this out or just? Who are you we'll do the roll first okay. and then we'll do it. Um, we'll investigation. Add that thing. That's a nine. So that is marginal success, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. So. Ring, 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 ring. Um, Am I picking up? No, he's no, calling. I'm calling... The Imperial Building. Yeah, the Imperial oh, Building got it, got to got find it. out where he's been. I'm going to assume that you know the number for specifically his office. So you get, hello, State Bureau Insurance. How may I help you file a claim today? Was this bumping, oozing, wheezing, or various objects moving in your home? Uh, I'm actually just calling. I'm looking for... Ronald Morris. Ronald Morris. On vacation. He's on vacation. How long? Is Gone he on for vacation? two weeks. For two weeks. Do you need someone to adjust your claim? No, I think I'm good. All right, thank you. You have a nice day now. Just hangs up the phone. <laughs> she gets a lot of calls from people wanting people. <laughs> so is the, is is. Julie I'm assuming gone? she's finished. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming now she's. Right. out the door. Yeah. So, paperwork. So I think Genevieve, like, pops out of her office and, like, goes around and, like, as she's knocking on Cyrus's door, she, like, starts talking. So it's, like, knock and talk. <laughs> Not knock, wait for permission to talk. <laughs> so you just knock, open the door, walk in as you're, like, halfway through yeah. your second sentence? Yeah. Um, she's like, so are we leaving yet? Do you know what the next case is? I, I mean... I assume we have a case because so we have as, a person. But do you know what the next case is? As she's as she's going on, as she's talking, I just kind of around the corner. I said, I called his office. He hasn't been at work for a while. He's on vacation apparently for two weeks. Oh, I mean, why did we ever hire anyone? <laughs> I was fine alone. It was working great. No, you weren't. I did fine alone. I fed my family every night. But can you use a microscope? I don't think so. That has only been applicable in about 50% of our cases since I've hired you. Which is a lot of cases. I think of how many modems you've saved now that you don't have to shoot them anymore. You took one of my favorite parts out of my day. <laughs> so oh. anyway, when are we leaving? <sighs> well, we need to canvas the area. We need, we need to see if we can find one of those active crime scenes and get permission to get on them. Or just go to a non-active crime scene and find out what information we can suss out there. Um, <clears throat> while he's doing that, can I be looking through, like, like, I'm sure we have, like, old newspapers from, like, the past week or so. Ooh, yeah. So can I, uh, take a look through the newspapers and kind of see, like, where some of the... Uh, crime scenes have been. Yeah, so that's going to be, you know, one of them investigation checks. Are you in this meeting, like, in my office as well, or are you just kind of... No, I, uh, I filed paperwork, and now I'm flipping through that. I'll okay. probably, I'll probably stop in in a minute. <laughs> if you want to take one of Cody's, or... Yeah, what do I, what do I... Yeah. What do I 2d6, add whatever power you might say that you have, so... How do I add the power? You, it just gives you a one, so, like, strong intuition would probably be applicable. Mm-hmm. Um... So that would be a plus one. Um, I also 
So, and can sort oh. through important information. Well, and you just know what's contained in books. So yes. if you're reading newspapers, you literally can just pick them up and immediately pull out the pertinent information. So I would say that gives you at least like a plus two. To plus two. Roll. Okay, and I'm only rolling two? Two d6. Yes. Yep. Every roll is two d6. Okay. So nine plus two, eleven. So eleven is just success. So what you determine is that um, all of these attacks have happened downtown. That she was right to say that some attacks, it looks like a body's literally been like ripped apart and there's like chunks of person everywhere. But some attacks, it just looks like something went ape in an area of town. So it'd be like middle of the park, trees are knocked over, a bench is ripped up, there's claw marks and stuff, but there's no body and no blood, right? So it doesn't look like anyone was harmed. Um, you also note that all of the recent disappearances correspond really well with either a um, body going missing, like somebody going missing, or a body being found. So, well, okay. So every time somebody goes missing... So, yeah, in there's... the case where a body's found, someone didn't go missing, someone was found dead. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, like no. a one-to-one -one ratio of how many crime scenes with missing persons. Yeah. And... You also yeah. notice that there are still people going missing without a trace, but at first it was like a string of missing persons, and now it's turning into... Missing persons slash mutilated bodies. But at first it was just missing persons. And that her husband was kind of near the front end of that. So he wasn't the first one, but he was near being the first one. Okay. So it could go either way is what... He could that be means. mutilated or he could be... Or Have all of the people that have been mutilated been identified? No, they're like... Okay, it, there's like... It, they're very difficult. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean some of them have, but not all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alright, so while they're having their conversation, I just kind of scoop up all the newspapers and I walk into the office and I put them on your desk and I s relay all of that information. <laughs> Thank you, Olive. <clears throat> so we'll need to send... I've sussed out the most recent one. Okay. We'll need, we'll need a, a couple of us to go here. We also want to track down McCready. See if this guy knows anything. And I, I figured I went through a whole explanation of the case that you all know because you're all listening to. <laughs> but I went through the whole thing again. We listen attentively, even if we knew it already. <laughs> Did anybody find out if they knew McCready? Oh no, oh, you didn't oh. roll for that. So that would be yeah. Go ahead and make an investigation roll. Can I use nose the streets? Oh yeah, you can definitely use nose the streets. Ooh. Uh, I do not know. None of the other stuff helps. An eight. Mm. So. You've heard of people like McCready. There is a very active black market. So out in the streets, you know, like kind of downtown, but never out in the open on the streets. It's like you turn down a back alley. There's going to be like kind of back in the mist, some dude with like a crappy, you know, what do you call those? Shack. Oh, I, I know kiosks. What did the kids sell lemonade out of in uh Stand? Yeah, like a stand. Yeah. So he has, you know, there's a <laughs> stand set up, and he's probably going to be there dressed somewhat mystically, you know, hawking wares. You know, this will guard you against what goes bump in the night. It's the amulet of Ra! You know, and it's a piece of wood with an eye carved in it, spray painted gold. <laughs> and these people sell them all the time. So you know that this is a really big, thriving thing in this city, that there are people that sell black market trinkets. And you think you've heard that name before, and you're like... He does business downtown. 
So uh, I know where I, I know a general area of where to you look. You know for. kind of where to look, but you've never had an interaction with him. But you've had interactions with people a lot like him. Okay, maybe um, McCready had been arrested before, and he had, like read a police report. Yeah, or something. he's for sure been arrested before. Like <laughs> not even maybe arrested. He's been arrested before, <laughs> more than once. Do we have do we have police files? No, I was saying from when you were on the police force. Right. Oh, well, do, do we have police files? Do do I have it? I feel like I have a, a couple ends at the police force because I left on good terms. You can call the police and ask them, and that would be another investigation role if you want to like, okay. look up. <laughs> it's all we're rolling so far. Well, I mean, right at the beginning, it, yeah. It's the beginning it's of a mystery. <laughs> I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit the phone with all I got, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like trying to be new Ari and be like, I'm hitting that phone with all I got. Jim, down at the forest, what do you know? <laughs> and I realized more. you were talking about a mechanic in the game. <laughs> I like all of the interactions that you quote us are like radio barkers. <laughs> Yo, Jim, what do you know? Not grungy noir, just like <laughs> announcer man. It's like the 1940s. Yeah, it's it's like... That's, that's like 50s radio. I like it, yeah. okay. Oh, no, it's great. The 80s, the 80s like. But here's the thing. I feel like we're a town that's... We're, we have the technology of the 80s, but we're kind of trapped in the 40s. Well, and that came from the art, too, that, like, the cars didn't look like they were modern, so I was like, it doesn't really make sense that the artwork isn't set in modern times. You know, like, none of the characters are even really set in modern times. Like, the cop looks like a World War II veteran, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, when is this set? But I kind of like the nebulous setting. Anyways, um, so... Yeah, you could call the police and ask for files. Okay. You still I have to there. <clears throat> yeah, but I, if you're just if you're going with a know the streets investigation, then that's just have I ever? Yeah, run I'm going to do that in a second. Gotcha. But we need we need to find we need to track down McCready. We need to investigate a, one or multiple of these crime scenes. I call Tibbs. Are there anything else we, you guys think we need to do? I feel like a visit to the Imperial Building would not be a bad idea if someone can, if you guys can sneak in there and try to look around his office, see if there's anything weird. Did I pull anything from the newspaper to suggest that, like, are these all people who just, like, happen to be downtown? Like, I'm assuming it would be, like, if they identified him, it would be, like, Harry somebody worked at Imperial. Like, are we they, seeing links between any of the people? I forgot to ask You that. have, so the Imperial building is really big. It's, like, the office building downtown, right? Yes. Um... So there have been multiple people from that building, but it is not limited to that. Okay, the, that was my question. The common thread is that all of the attacks happened downtown, not that all the people worked in the Imperial building. Okay, that was my question. Okay. But yeah, so I want to call the police, see if we can get any information before we go track down McCready. But I'm not expecting much. I think we're going to have to go find him. He seems like one of those sketchy dealers. Um... You guys think of anything else we need to do? Uh, nope. I'll go pack up my things. So she's gonna pack like gloves and tweezers and bags. Is it like a montage of you putting way too much stuff into a oh. bag? Kind of like in NCIS, how they bring stuff that could never come out of a lab. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we have a transportable like chemistry diffuser. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you don't. I think the really important question, though, is do you carry a creepy old doctor bag? You know what I'm talking about? One of those, like, squarish ones that close like this. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh. It looks I like can't. it's full of, like, terrible... I mean, you don't have to. It's just in my mind. That's what happened. I was thinking happened. more like a, like a shoulder bag. Okay, that's fine. Thing, that's yeah. fine. 
I, was I just wasn't sure how mad scientist you were going with. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I'm only 30, so... You're in a lab coat, though, aren't you? Um, I don't know if I'll go in my lab coat to the area. But, like, when you're in your thing, you wear a lab coat? Yeah, I'm wearing a lab coat now. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so you're not one of those people that wears one out, though? Right, anyway, maybe. take Chip with you to go to the crime scene. Chip, frick, Chip. Yeah, so, Chip, are you doing anything before you leave? She's just grabbing his, his gear. Gotcha. Similar thing. Awesome. Olive, we're gonna go track down McCready. Sounds good to me. Uh, she already has, like, her giant tote bag of just, like, books and notepads and writing utensils. Awesome. That's all she needs. <laughs> awesome. How, do I know how late the Imperial Building's open? Is it kind of, like, open all the time? Is it, it is not open all the time. Well, it's open all the time, but there's a security guard at night. So if you're going there, like, after 6 o'clock, you have to get, like, there's a guy that's going to want to check a badge. Okay, we're still open. I just okay. called him. I figure we go to the Imperial Building later tonight, so in case something's happening, we're less suspicious. But knowing us, we're going to b- back into this whole thing by going at night anyway, so I figured I'd save us the trouble. <laughs> So we'll meet back here at 7 p.m. You guys have the rest of the morning to get your investigation done. When you're done with that, you can have the day off until 7 p.m. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So who do we want? Well, who do we want to handle first? Which group? Us. Okay. Great. <laughs> Me and Mandy um, have done. Oh, I've done a lot of talking. <laughs> so. Based on what you know from Mandy, there have there are like uh, that's not my name. Sorry, based on what you know from Olive, there are multiple crime scenes. Some of them are older than others, and some of them you know like had bodies there. Do you want to go to like what? Which kind of crime scene would you want to go to? Do you want to go to like a really recent one or a really old one? One where there wasn't a body or one where there was? Um, I would say recent and. I think, I mean, I think we'll want to go to both, but, um, I think Genevieve, Genevieve thinks that, like, the, when they say they, like, didn't find anything, like, she hasn't been to it yet. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, gotcha. so she'll, she's convinced that she can find something even if they haven't found so, like, any, like. So, like, one of the ones where they disappeared without a trace then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, um, you get to one of the crime scenes, like, it's probably sort of in like the shadow of a tall building you know it's not right on one of the main streets it's down one of the alleys um and you can see that there was a dumpster that looks like it's just been torn in half um there are distinct claw marks in it um it also looks like things were kind of thrown around there was almost not really an explosion it doesn't look uniform enough to be an explosion but there was an epicenter where stuff just went nuts outwards from it so you could see where oh there used to be a trash can tied up here now it's all the way down the alley but nothing from down that way is back this way so you know that there was like this kind of huge explosion right here it wasn't like a fight like two things yeah yeah okay um so Genevieve is going to want to take samples or like figure out, um, take samples of the metal to figure out how hard something would have to be to scratch it. Okay, cool. Um, she. So do you just kind of like want to poke rec- into claw marks and stuff? Yeah, like she would take shavings or something, figure out what the metal is, gotcha. figure out how hard something would have to be to break it. Gotcha. So um, that- to like sc- scrape it like that. Gotcha. Um, if it's if this is a recent one. 
Mm-hmm. So I guess I look for tracks or something like that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So make an investigation check for, like, gathering samples, and then make an investigation check for... Like, noticing... Noticing tracks. Okay. <clears throat> so while, while she's investigating that, Chip is going to uh, look for a, any kind of security camera that's in the area that was looking, oh. down, looking down on that alley and try to see if you can hack into it to... Were security cameras common back then? think so. You said we live in a nebulous time period, so... Yeah, there might be a security camera. My, my idea with the setting is kind of like, there's, there might be like modern stuff, it's just kind of like this nebulous... It's like Archer. Sure. Yeah, because all the computers in Archer are like from the 80s. Yeah, but 70s. then they have technology that would only exist in the future. Yeah, so yeah. Go, you can go ahead That's and... That's kind of how I'm imagining it. Roll for, roll for existence of security camera and hacking. Oh, yes, they were just very first. bulky. Huh? Existence. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just make your investigation check. Okay. If you roll well, security cameras exist in this alley, and you can probably try to hack into them. <laughs> you probably try to hack So, I have okay. like four things that I think would work. Can I just take like two and two? You can take. Them? You can take four. Okay, because I have perceptive, mm-hmm. detail oriented, knows when something is amiss, and always does a good job. Okay, so, so she's you're really only going to take three of those. You're not going to take detail oriented because detail oriented is very much going to apply to the next roll you make. Okay. It would apply more to the next roll that you're going to make. Okay. And I'm just realizing I have almost nothing that really helps me with finding a thing, without like because like. Finding a security camera is actually harder than actually hacking the security camera. Well, no, I mean, I'd say that you could, like, look at the building and see if you see, like, a junction box and wires coming off of it that, like, lead up to a place where there would probably be a security camera. You know what I mean? I think you could apply your electrical engineering stuff. Okay. And we'll make this all one roll for hacking, too. I won't make you roll this one twice. Oh. So just lump in all that stuff. Lump in all of it? Yeah. Well, then I can, um... Oh, geez, so my... I can almost apply four, no, three tags. Yeah, sure, why not? Good thing I did, because that that's a, an eight. Awesome. <laughs> after, after adding stuff. I know I know totally what I am going to do. Um, okay. And I got a seven. You got a seven, so that's like, and that was taking samples. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happens here is um, when you start, like, poking around in one of the claw marks... You can tell that there's something almost, like, goopy in there, and you start to, like, try to scrape off a sample of it, and as you kind of get a sample scraped out and you start to just try to look at it for a second, it almost dissolves away into the mist that's always around the city and back kind of into the darkness. Um, So you're not really able to gather a sample of whatever that was, but you are able to determine that um, whatever thing did this it does have claws you can see kind of distinct claw marks in it they're too big to be something normal so they're not the spacing of like a dog or a bear they're mm-hmm. kind of larger than that okay. um and also like the pattern's weird it seems like it'd be like too jagged or something you know kind of okay. like that um but yeah so with a seven that's probably what you would determine okay. that and then Vinny, so who chip <laughs> your name's chip yeah, so almost a similar thing happens as um, Genevieve. Genevieve kind of scrapes off a sample and then it dissolves into the mist. Um, you pull open the security camera, and what's odd is that to your eyes, this alley is 
still misty. I mean, it's a rainy, like, overcast city. But for some reason, right in the area where all this stuff was happening, it almost looked like the mist was swirling around it and completely obscured it. You could see, you know, the big dumpster, something hits it, and then it slides back and is split in half. You see a trash can fly out of this epicenter of fog, and then you see kind of just a slightly darker cloud move its way out of the alleyway. Okay. Yeah, the security camera really doesn't show much here. Uh, just basically sees what we already can tell. The dumpster got torn in half, trash can got thrown, and then something dark went that way. Yeah, that's what I'm getting here. I can't take this sample back because it, like, dissolved into the mist, which isn't helpful, but sort of tells us something that it's not natural. And you now can also make that roll to see if you can see tracks. Okay. So I still add the three? Yeah, so then add your detail-oriented okay. to that. So four or replace it with something else? I would say you can do four in that case, because the detail-oriented matches here more. Woo! I did well that time. Thirteen. Awesome. Oh, so you, <laughs> so when you scraped off that sample and you saw it missed away, you kind of filed that back into your head. And mm -hmm. as you look out on the street, now that you've seen that sample kind of misting out, you see more really light claw marks, almost like these claws were dragging on the ground or it was from feet hitting the ground. And you can see in each spot where they hit, almost um, if, you know, maybe something scraped its foot there or if just from, um, like, something sloughing off of whatever this thing is, you can see all those little flecks starting to kind of dissolve away and smoke away okay, from this so it's crime like scene. So it's like little puffs? Yeah, like, yeah. They okay. almost have like a distinct color or something in the mist. You can yeah. kind of see them leading off almost like a trail now through okay. the city as you're kind of following it. And it leads... Um, so the city itself is on a coast, but if you go like straight north instead of straight east... West. West. Um, you eventually just hit like really dense forests, and it's kind of headed in that direction out of town. Okay. Uh, Chip, I'm... Picking up some tracks over here. Do you see that? How right here, like there's like a little mist puff and like keeps going. You see that, right? Yeah, I assume I see it. Yes, especially when she's pointing it out. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, so I think if we follow that, then maybe you can get some more samples, That's or not... find the next crime scene. I mean, you hope we yeah, find it before it happens. But maybe, well, maybe it's. This thing is linked to multiple scenes, and we can find other ones that this thing did. That's true. Whatever this is. Yeah, do you want to follow the tracks? So let's do it. 